welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Guys, Flying Research just dropped what's got to be the number one keyword tool for print-on-demand sellers out there. The best part is that it's free to use between now and March 2nd. In this video, I'm going to show you how to use it. Let's go. Guys, this tool is insanely powerful. I'm going to try to be concise in this video and really highlight the things that I thought were most important to share, but they really went above and beyond with rolling this out. And like I said, it's free to use until March 2nd. So make sure you join Flying Research if you haven't already created an account. I'll put a link in the description. It's free to use for now. So when you're logged in under the keywords uh, module on the left hand side, click KW search. We'll start with the basic keyword search. All right, now when you click in here, uh, we can just say St. Patrick's Day, I guess, to start. That's a big holiday coming down the pipeline. Give it a second, and it has loaded search volume. And I want to zoom, but I also don't want to block out too much of like what data it puts at our fingertips. So you can see search volume. You can see uh, over the last year when it was really trending. Interest over the last five years in the second chart here. Uh, the keyword frequency, a lot of them are generic words, you know, baby, girl, boy, men, women. But we'll skip past that. What you really are looking for is down here this massive chart of keywords and keyword data. And the first thing I want to let you guys know is actually that there's a little filter here next to where it says keywords on that header. And they have some presets. So this chart is actually fully customizable. And I recommend just switching it straight up to the expert view. All right, don't be intimidated that it says expert. I recommend the expert view because, and again, there's more, you can turn off and on columns uh, as you see fit. But with this one, we get the Google search volume the three-month trend, and of course, with St. Patrick's Day on the horizon, we're going to see a massive spike in interest. That's why all these are looking like 100% uh, gains because they're going from like no interest to massive interest. Amazon search volume, of course, we're looking at a very seasonal trend. So you see spikes of interest and then flat for the rest of the year, as you'd probably expect. Total revenue uh, estimated. So you can see on Amazon, they're estimating about $32 million dollars. <laughs> of revenue is going to change hands in sales related to the broad term St. Patrick's Day. But if we go down here to, let's say, St. Patrick's Day shirt right here, okay, it looks like about $28 million of revenue is going to uh, change hands on, or what do I say, take take place on Amazon. Uh, total products, now it's hard to know the exact count because Amazon's so good at hiding that from us, but they're estimating that there's 79000 products indexed on Amazon right now for St. Patrick's Day shirt. I typically just guess and I say a million products, but it looks like Flying Research, by the way, they have a massive database of millions of products that they've been building over the years. They used that database that they've been building to basically fuel this keyword tool. That's why this keyword tool, you're going to, when you get in here, and you start playing around, you're going to be blown away. Uh, beyond that, so we see the total product count, competitiveness, as if you guys didn't know any better, obviously we picked a very generic, very obvious uh, niche here with St. Patrick's Day, but they're rating most of these very high. This one down here is only high, and it looks like it is St. Patrick's Day onesie. So for the print-on-demand sellers out here that have maybe the integration to Amazon Seller Central, maybe list a St. Patrick's Day onesie and see if you can make it available in the color green. Anybody who's not familiar with St. Patrick's Day, that's how you get the sales. The whole point is it's a, a day where you're supposed to wear something green. <laughs> After that, you see the ranking potential. The lower the score, the worse. It's basically the inverse of the competitiveness. Uh, sponsored, so how many products are uh, running sponsored campaigns? 
and targeting these keywords now i mean it's going to see greater than and you can imagine for the most part uh the more generic the keywords the higher the uh, direct product competition count is going to be on sponsored um sponsored ads on amazon which i believe you can click this too by the way and you can actually see some of the products that you'll be competing directly with all right on these keywords they also give you an idea of like product pricing all right and this is inside the sponsored pop-up but these are also column headers that you can configure in this table if you want they give you a basic idea of the average price also the minimum and the maximum for products indexed on this keyword that you're going to be competing with knowing the average price is useful guys i mean don't overlook that if we're charging 21.99 for a shirt and the average price is 17.42 well what does that tell you you know what i mean temper your expectations because you're charging a lot more on a percentage basis than a lot of your competition they have the Amazon estimated CPC, so that's cost per click. If you're running ads, you now have an idea of the range of what you should be bidding. This is invaluable, guys. I mean, really, because if you go into Amazon, you set up an ad, and you're doing a manual campaign, the suggestions often, they'll either say, oh, there's no data, so we just say start at 75 cents. That's what Amazon typically does. Or if there is data, they'll still tell you to come in on the high end. That's my experience, having run lots of ads on Amazon over the years. Uh, so I love having an, like a realistic estimate in terms of the range. They have the a score basically of how competitive, like what the competition looks like in terms of running ads on Amazon for those keywords for that term. And they have an ad potential score. How well are these ads going to perform? And that's probably some mixture of like, you know, the competition and the uh, search volume on Amazon. Okay. By the way, they're training this keyword tool for print on demand sellers. Keep that in mind. So that's why when we put in generic terms like St. Patrick's Day, we got basically everything geared for us, for print on demand, right? We didn't see a bunch of like non-POD stuff. We saw hat, tie, tops, shirt, shoes, dress, pants, all right? We, we did get some niches too. St. Patrick's Day gnome, all right? That's one that maybe you turn that into a St. Patrick's Day gnome t-shirt. And you can also grab this if you want to. You can click copy keyword. You can come back up here and you can paste it and you can search and it will use that as the seed. So then you see St. Patrick's Day Gnome, St. Patrick's Day HTV, St. Patrick's Day Gnome Pin, St. Patrick's Day Gnome Bulk, St. Patrick's Day Gnome Glass. Anyways, hopefully you guys see where I was going with this. Now, that was the standard keyword search function. I, I'm not gonna spend as long on the rest because I, I feel like if I make this video a little bit shorter, it'll get more interest and more watch time. And I want everybody to see how powerful this tool is, especially because it's free right now. So the next one over should be keyword competition. All right? Now, in this case, I could have just used St. Patrick's Day, but I decided it's probably more realistic in most people that are watching in your use case, and I could be wrong, let me know if I am, to go and say, all right, let's pick a St. Patrick's Day sub-niche, because we already know how hard it is to get ranked on St. Patrick's Day, you know what I mean, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day shirt, the more generic, the harder it is, right? So I picked one lucky teacher as like a sub-niche of St. Patrick's Day, okay? Now, when we do the um, keyword competition, Again, we see total revenue estimated, total sales estimated, uh, total products indexed. Keep in mind, total products, based on how Amazon's um, ranking kind of is, the way that they do their keyword engine, it, it's, it counts like fringe matches as a match. This is why when I'm teaching people FBA, I always say, go manually count your competition. Don't trust Amazon. So the total products, you may see an inflated number, but remember that like you know it's going to inflate it because that's just how Amazon basically is with their fringe matching and the, the algorithm. Uh, product pricing average price here that's again going to be useful that's going to vary from sub niche to sub niche so one sub niche may support a higher uh, average price point than another in this case we already see it went from st patrick's day shirt 
uh, $17 and change to one lucky teacher, $16.79. And then product reviews, 126 total reviews uh, across the board on your competition. Maybe not across the board, maybe that's average. Let me see. Yeah, it's the average product reviews. Okay. And that's definitely pulling from the high end. And not all of them are actually the, you know, exact shirt that we'd be competing with. Like some of these say it's St. Patrick's Day. It's a Nickelodeon brand. Can skip that. Um, The skull is not exactly a, um, the one I'm pointing to here, not exactly competition. Uh, But you can go down here. You can see the brands that you may be competing with. One little trick is you can submit your products to um, (laughs) generic t-shirt brands that, you know what I mean? And then you can maybe get some additional visibility if a customer clicks that brand from the number one bestseller and finds you. Uh, You can scroll down here. You'll see the organic ranks based on our search term, in this case, one lucky teacher. And you can actually like just, you can scroll in if it makes it uh, easier to read. And you can actually just do a quick like scroll through and just evaluate the designs. Take a hint from the highest performing shirts in this uh, niche, right? Um, Typically that's, you know, customers saying, hey, I'm gonna buy this because I like the design. Okay, take a hint. Uh, Beyond that, one thing that I found really useful, guys, I mean, you can obviously see their titles, their brands, Uh, price points, all that good stuff in one place. But check this out. If you guys have ever run a sponsored ad, they used to be called, um, I think like sponsored display ad. Now they just rolled it all up into sponsored product ads. But you can actually copy the ASINs. So above my head, it's hard for me to do the green screen point, but there's a pound sign. If you click that, it copies the ASINs, okay, of all these products. So then you can come on over and launch your Amazon campaign. If you guys have never done this, try it, okay? This is a manual campaign. Instead of keyword targeting, which is the default, switch it to product targeting. (laughs) Then click individual products and then click enter list, okay? Boom, paste. To do this manually would take you like an hour, all right? And you just got to target all of the top performing listings on those keywords. And because of how hard it is to set these up, you're likely dramatically reducing your competition because how many people are gonna go through the alternative of going and manually selecting that. So, I I mean, if you guys aren't familiar with what I just did, I'm sure I have other videos. I know I have a course talking about Amazon ads specifically, launching sponsored products. That's just a match type. So a manual campaign, set your match type to product targeting. Again, individual products and then click enter list. It's as simple as copy pasting. The pound sign says copy ASINs. Guys, it's that simple. You know what I mean? And then go set a responsible bid. Like we already said, Earlier we did St. Patrick's Day, but we could say one lucky teacher. All right, just give it a second. Look how fast that was. Come down here and look at the um, range. Okay, in terms of sponsored, I guess there might not be enough data for them to give us a, and this is, I mean, the less obvious search terms may not have the same data available as the more, you know, generic ones like St. Patrick's Day. So Amazon CPC estimate, uh, if they don't provide it, I would always say start low. Factor in how much profit you have in your product based on what you're selling it at. So if it's a $19.99 standard t-shirt, you make a sale that's $4.89. Like if you're bidding, this is just an easy way. If you're bidding like uh, $0.48 per click, that means that you need to convert at a 10% clip in order to be break even, right? Because $0.48 per click, 10 clicks, that's $4.80. If you're not converting at a 10% rate, you know what I mean? Then you're losing money. So just factor it in, all right? This is why we, this is why, you know, over time we learn more. That's why I wrote a course. I know it's, I'm throwing a little bit at you there. Hopefully not too much. All right, the next tool I wanted to show you, Keyword Hunter. So I already went and I typed in one lucky teacher. You can see it provides short tail related keywords and long tail keywords. Keyword Hunter is gonna be one, remember this one, all right? 
Let's put a star next to this one. You can put your seed phrase in here, your seed keywords, your primary keywords, and it will just give you relevant related keywords. If you need tags for Redbubble, I mean, they actually have a tag tool as well called Tag Generator, but like if you're on Redbubble, if you're on Etsy, even if you're on Amazon and you need additional keywords that you want to get indexed on, so you're probably including them in your bullet points. Uh, if you're on Amazon Merch, if you're on Amazon Seller Central, you can. there's a place called Backend Keywords. It's called Search Terms. Those get indexed. They don't carry as much weight as your title, but they get indexed. You have a bunch of ideas here being provided to you just for copy-pasting your primary keywords, in this case, the primary niche we're targeting, as a sub-niche of St. Patrick's Day. So one lucky teacher, uh, first two are teacher in St. Patrick's Day, got that. Lucky Shamrock, lucky teacher, Irish, funny, day green, lucky clover, women, school. All right, so a lot of ideas there of additional keywords. And I wouldn't just you know, keyword spam anywhere unless it's just tags that don't actually render visibly on your product listing. If it's like an Amazon merch bullet point, I would work those into a sentence that makes sense, a coherent sentence, all right? Product Explorer is very similar to what we saw here with the keyword competition, all right? You put in your search term and it gives you um, similar data, but here's the thing, with Product Explorer, if you just wanna look at your competition, which I do recommend, when you before you go spend a bunch of time launching products, um, again, study what's working. In this case, you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and look at the products that are performing well on that query. That is what you see right here. And we can keep scrolling. We see the titles, we see the designs, um, we see the price points, all that good stuff. And they do have copy ASINs here as well, okay? And you can also do copy brands. That might be an interesting um, way of, getting some additional keywords to target like long tail, actually targeting the brands for a manual ad campaign. They have a keyword suggestion feature. They have a lot of features, all right? In this one, it's what it sounds like. We put in our primary keywords. This is the one lucky teacher is the niche. By the way, when you do niche selection, you make your life so much easier by picking a niche that has obvious keywords. If you wanna know an example of like the opposite of that, go watch the collaboration I did with uh, Juna at Detour Shirts um, late in 2022 where we were trying to sell like, I forget what it was like groovy parent of groovy child, like basically back to school shirts for, um, children and for parents. But like, we didn't have good keywords and we didn't know how to market the shirts. So it was like a great design, great niche, bad keywords, right? I'd be struggling right now. It, it helps to have like a, a design that just literally says the text on the shirt. Um, that is the, the primary keyword. So one lucky teacher. All right. You can see Amazon based suggestions. Guys, they're giving us the title. You know what I mean? And the title also rolls right into being keywords to target in ads or just in bullet points. I know some people don't want to hear about ads because you don't have access. I get that. Or you just don't want to run ads. That's fine. But you still are signaling to the algorithm what keywords are related to what you're selling with your product listing keywords, right? So let's not even say ads, let's just say title. Um, description and it depends right contextually maybe on etsy description matters more on amazon it really doesn't um the bullet points though they matter right so if you just focus on title and bullets work these in you see one lucky teacher saint patrick's day shirt one lucky teacher afro messy bun patrick's day okay so there you go cross niching one lucky teacher groovy shamrock happy saint patrick's okay there you go working in the groovy angle we know that um that's been trendy for over a year now i feel like the groovy the wavy text one lucky teacher, long sleeve. One lucky teacher, retro. One lucky teacher, Valentine's. Another cross niche. Maybe you wouldn't have thought of that. 
They also give you keywords before here. Scroll down, they give you Google-based suggestions. So at the top, it was Amazon. I don't know about you guys. I prioritize Amazon for my targeting. Uh, but Google, so if you're on Shopify, this tool is just as useful for you. They're working in Google data as well. The bigger the data set, the better. And Google Shopping data down here as well. So this was the keyword suggestion tool. Uh, after that, actually, there's this keyword workbench, okay? So you can get to it on the navigation, but you can also just get to it here. So above my head, it says open keyword workbench. And I apologize that the text sometimes is small. Uh, they're putting a lot of data in front of us. So it really helps to kind of just kind of zoom out, right? I know it's not perfect for a video and I apologize on that. But if you launch the keyword workbench, basically they can, uh, this is basically like a, for me, I use Notepad++. I used to be a web developer. I'm very comfortable like kind of parsing out, manipulating text. Uh, if you're not, you can just do it in your web browser in their keyword workbench. For instance, uh, right here, the output. So this is just using the keywords that it already gave to us, right? All the one lucky St. Pat, one lucky teacher, St. Patrick's Day, one lucky teacher, Afro Messy Bun, one lucky teacher, Groovy Shamrock. Uh, they've got it all over here separated by comma. That works if you just wanted to uh, copy to clipboard and bring it over here into an ad campaign for uh, keyword targeting. But what I like to do is I like to separate it one per line. I think the default view that you see is um, comma with space. So you see it like this. I like one per line. But if you wanted to separate it by something that you prefer, you could, you know, set your own and it'll just do it for you automatically. Okay. I'm going to do one per line though. Okay. I think it's a little bit easier on the eyes. I will click copy to clipboard, jump on over here to my ad campaign. Let's say, okay, never mind. I'm not doing product targeting. I'm going to do manual targeting. I'm going to say enter list and then boom, I just paste and I've got them all one line at a time. I actually don't know. Can you do it by? Yeah, no, it has to be one line at a time. So you can't do commas on this one. I was like, I think I'm going crazy because I, I always do it one line at a time. So just like that, guys, one click and you can change the formatting of the output. So hopefully you guys see how I did that there. You can also do sorting, text formatting, um, actions like removing duplicates, etc. So if you need a deduper for your own list, you can do it right here in the um, keyword bench. Uh, beyond that, guys, there's a tag generator. So we can say one lucky teacher generate. Okay. Again, you can copy the tags here. You can launch them in the workbench if you want to as well. It's crazy that this is free. This is so powerful. It's putting like, it's doing all the work for you. It's saving so much time. And these are steps that you shouldn't skip, period. Even outside of the context of ads, you still need to provide good um, keywords with your listing. Uh, keyword lists. So this is something like, if you were thinking like St. Patrick's Day 2023, you put your list of keywords here. And then next year, St. Patrick's Day 2024, you want to just make a quick edit and have all your keywords ready. You can do that here. You can save them here. I was actually messing around. I did an FBA list of keywords. I've actually got like a massive list of keywords that we gathered for um, Marielle's dog ice cream brand on Amazon from the auto campaign, but it's on her keywords or on her computer. So I didn't want to go all the way down to her computer to grab it because it's also off because she's traveling. That's why I had all the dogs. If you guys got my email five micro chihuahuas. <laughs> Let's jump on over to the advertising module. The first tool is called rank positioning. Here you can add your various keyword sets. So you can see I added one lucky teacher, one lucky teacher shirt, one lucky teacher, St. Patrick's day. I can do one more, um, St. Patrick's day shirt. Let's just keep one generic. Okay. And then I'll hit search again. Now you'll see our keywords in the first column. Uh, the second column I think is like a difficulty indicator of uh, the higher, the number, the higher, the score, um, the harder it is going to be to rank on that keyword or phrase, even with ads, uh, ads requirement for ranking. I think the lower, the better here, uh, the rank claim. So this is the number of sales needed to rank on page one. And for the niche we selected the sub niche, it says about 
four sales per week required to hit page one for one lucky teacher, uh, one lucky teacher shirt, and one lucky teacher St. Patrick's Day because it's a little bit long, longer tail. It's got additional keywords at the end. About three sales per week for that. Uh, in terms of getting into the top three, they're telling you their estimates say about eight sales a week will be required to get to the top three. Um, that first row of products is where you want to be, right? That's where you get the most visibility. It's where you get the most sales. They also project your expected sales on page one. And if you hit the top three, even though my head's blocking it, sorry about that. They give you projected sales. If you crack the top three, it looks like one lucky teacher shirt. If we can crack that guys, 28 sales a month from there based on their data. After that, there's sponsored lookup. All right, we put in our primary keywords. I put in St. Patrick's Day. Again, you can see um, similar data to what we saw before, like projected revenue, projected sales, um, number of sponsored products, etc. Here we can drill down into the sponsored products. You'll notice it's some Merch by Amazon products. It's also just some generic print-on-demand products because, I mean, we just put in generic search terms here, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but it is slanted, keep in mind, towards uh, print-on-demand. They actually tell you there underneath the search bar that the keyword data is clothing specific. You can also scroll and see the organic rankings. And down here, you can basically see all of your competition on the uh, on the sponsored products. I'm just thinking to myself, man, it would be nice to know what their actual budget is, but um, I don't know of a way of getting their budgets. And it sucks to be directly competing with something like Star Wars, but unfortunately, it looks like that's the case here. And it depends on your niche, right? Uh, the advertising suggestions... Um, for this one, guys, when you type it in, what it does, it basically expands on the seed phrase or seed keyword that you provided. So if you type in St. Patrick's Day, it's going to say like St. Patrick's Day shirt, St. Patrick's Day green, St. Patrick's Day green shirt, St. Patrick's Day funny, St. Patrick's Day, you know, one lucky teacher. Uh, and then this last one, uh, advertising lists is similar to when we looked at um, keyword lists, except it's got more of an advertising slant. And it essentially is like gonna save the the ad the advertising specific keywords that we provide. It saves them for us. Um, again, we should be able to open them in the keyword bench here and manipulate them. That means that we can also like do a replace. So if we wanted to replace 2022 with 2023, uh, we can do that, and it'll process it for us right there. Um, again, the formatting space by com or comma with space, one per line, etc. Um, export them straight into your ad campaign. Now, I'm not a big fan of setting a very, very wide net when it comes to running ads because Amazon will stop showing it if it's not performing well. So be careful to not provide, or be careful not to provide two generic um, sets of keywords or single keywords, you know, single keywords like uh, girls, you know what I mean? Gift, et cetera. Be careful with those. I think it's better to target phrases in general. Um, down here as well, you can add your, you know, ASINs to target, ASINs not to target, negative keywords, etc. It'll store it all here. And then you can also export uh, this whenever you need it. There's an export button. I just realized my head is blocking it. If I move myself, there is an export button right here as well. So it's basically your new home base for everything keyword related for print on demand in general, whether or not you run ads. Okay. Hopefully I did a good job conveying this. I know it's a lot of information. Anybody that stayed until the end, my bad. I'm like clicking over an OBS. Anybody who stayed till the end, I really appreciate your time. I hope that this was helpful for you. It's free to use until March 2nd. After that, I think it goes on sale. That's what they told me. Uh, so if you want to lock in a sale price, that's be, that would be when you would do that. Um, so yeah, make a free account and you'll be on their email list. You'll hear from them. That's it, guys. Thanks for watching. I hope you check it out. I hope you found it useful. Let me know in the comments if I missed anything and I'll see you guys at the next one. Mm -hmm.